Hi, filmmakers. Jason Brubaker with Filmmaking Stuff, where we show you how to make, market, and sell your movie without the middleman. I'd like to welcome you to the show. I am so incredibly excited for you to be here. Thank you so much for the emails that you've been sending. Um, they've been great. The feedback's been awesome. I'm glad that some of the tips and strategies that we share in our short time together have been more than helpful to you. Um, one of the biggest questions filmmakers ask me, there's actually two, which is the first one, which is how do I get money for a movie, um, which frankly is a question that I had uh, years ago. And then the second question, and, and it's becoming more of a popular question, which is how do I sell my movie? Um, interestingly enough, it's kind of the same question asked two different ways. I've often found that if you could unlock the distribution potential of your movie and you had a clear marketing and sales strategy for your film, going out and finding a prospective investor, making a pitch, um, is a lot easier because now you can answer some of the tough questions. I had a reader, uh, they just wrote me today actually, and they were asking me, Hey Jason, I've gone out. I've actually done the homework. I've, I've, uh, I have a great script. I broke it down into a schedule and a budget and turned it into a business plan, which I'm reworking right now to try and answer some of these big questions that prospective investors are asking me. I found this one guy that's interested in potentially investing in my movie, but I'm not quite sure how to answer his question. And his question is, how is this movie going to make money? Now, most times when filmmakers are asked that question, they respond by talking about all the awesome platforms that I talk about, which is, oh my gosh, you got these great things on the internet. You can go and you can get your movie into this platform and this platform and this platform. And, and it's awesome because we could never do that before because before we'd have to go through a distributor and we'd have to ask permission. And now we don't have to do that. We're able to get our movie into the marketplace and everything's awesome. I wish that was true. And it's still, unfortunately, I talk to a lot of filmmakers, especially when they're right out of the gate with their first feature saying, hey, I, I want to get this onto the platform. Um, how much money am I going to make when I get my movie on the Amazon? That's one of the questions I get. How much money am I going to make when I get my movie on the Amazon? And I'm telling you right now, if you have that question, it is the wrong question. It's the wrong question. Getting your movie into the marketplace does not guarantee success. It just means that your movie is now in a marketplace in competition, direct competition with literally millions of other backyard indies. Some of them are far worse than your movie, but the consumer will never know because they'll never see your movie because it's buried behind all the gobbledygook that's out there. I hope that's becoming clear to you. So when this filmmaker wrote in, you know, I thought it was going to be another one of these questions. How much money am I going to make per platform, right? But it wasn't. He dove deeper and said, the investor's actually getting very specific. They want to know what the profit margin is per unit. And I was like, oh my gosh, finally, finally, somebody's asking the right questions. You're finally starting to get it. And here's why you're starting to get it. And here's why I, I, I get so excited about this stuff. Because your movie is not this thing. Um, looking at your movie from the perspective of an investor, your movie is not this thing that's full of emotion and drama and a story that has to be told so that you can go to all these different movie theaters all over the world and, and people are lined out on the sidewalk and they can't wait to see your movie. And people are coming out of, out of your movie and they're crying and they're just coming up to you and they're hugging you and they're saying, you're the best filmmaker on earth and you've changed my life and, and and I finally have meaning and I found meaning. Like, okay, I get it. That's the art. That's the narrative. That's the stuff that, that's kind of the drug that drives us, right? But in order to get to that point, to even have the opportunity to get your movie and, and maybe hit it big, hit a home run like I just described, you still have to make a movie. And it still brings you back to this point where in order to make a movie, you need money. 
And in order to get money, you got to answer the tough questions. So when somebody asks you what the profit margin is per unit sale, it is maybe the best question that you can answer. And the only way that you can get to that answer is you got to figure out exactly how much money you sink into the movie. So how much did it cost you to produce the product? And then how many sales do you have to have? How many unit sales? How many video-on-demand downloads? How many uh, video-on-demand rentals? How many um, DVD sales for those of you that are still into DVDs? How many um, seats do you have to fill in the movie theater to eventually make a profit? Right? But the other part of the equation... The one that's really interesting to me, one that I talk about all the time, and I can't understand why the other gurus haven't picked up on it, but you wait. You wait. In like a month or two, all the other gurus out there, they're going to be like, oh, um, um, yeah, um, we've got to start thinking about conversion rates. Um, before I get too confused, I'm really caught in my enthusiasm with this thing. Conversion rates. Conversion rates, conversion rates, conversion rates. If you want to know a term that's going to impress investors, talk about conversion rates, but actually know what you're talking about. So have you ever heard the term conversion rate before? Probably not. It's relatively new to the filmmaking space. But like I said, um, give it a couple months, you're going to hear from every guru out there talking about conversion rates like they invented it. I'll tell you who invented it. Business. <laughs> from, from the beginning of time. And, and the conversion rate's just this. I advertise my product to 100 people. One person buys my product out of that 100 people. My conversion rate is 1%. So if you pay for advertising and that advertising drives 100 targeted people to your movie website and only one person buys it, that means that you have a 1% conversion rate. So in order for it to make business sense to both yourself and your investor, you're profit margin has to be higher than the money you spend in order to get that customer. Um, let me put it another way. So you just spent X number of dollars to send 100 people to your website. You made one sale in that one sale. You better have paid for that entire advertising campaign to drive hundred people. And you should at least make one penny on top of your expenses so that you have at least one penny of profit. If you can get at least one penny of profit, then you're in business. It doesn't sound like a lot, but once you make those numbers work, once you figure out your conversion rates and on top of that, if the numbers make sense that enough people are converting so that you're actually making profit off of each ad spend, that's how people scale their businesses online into multi-million dollar conglomerates. Because if you can just make a small profit margin, you can repeat that success all day long. So conversion rates, conversion rates, conversion rates. Now, I don't expect any of you listening to this to become world-class marketers, but I do expect you to go out while you're listening to this. Maybe you're in front of a computer, you're in your car, whatever it is. Next time you're in front of a computer, do me a favor, do a search for conversion rates and learn everything that you can about conversion rates. Um, some of you are, are still, you know, maybe you're scratching your forehead saying, what the heck is this guy talking about? Okay, what I'm talking about is you have a movie. That movie is your product. You have to figure out how to sell your product so that it actually creates a real business. Because if it's not making a profit, it's not a business. It's a hobby. And if you don't figure out, you know, what what your profit margins are, 
then guess what? You're not in the business of anything. You're in hope mode. You're in dreamy mode. You're in la-la land. And la-la land is not really appealing to most business-savvy investors. Because these people decide whether or not they're going to invest in a project, oftentimes based on the potential for return. Right? And if you don't have any sound strategy then if you don't hit a home run like I described earlier where people are lined up on the sidewalk to see your movie, then you better darn well have something that you're going to employ to hopefully recoup those investment dollars. Now, there's no guarantee in any business, and if you're doing the things right and you've gone out and you've talked to a lawyer and you have a private placement memorandum and you've talked to the the appropriate legal and tax professionals, you know what you can and cannot say in these pitch meetings. So you never want to exaggerate things. But you always want to have a very pragmatic approach to the marketplace so that you at least know how you're going to go out there and make at least one penny of margin off of each unit sale. Because if you can't figure out those numbers and figure out exactly, you know, what approach you're going to take, then you're just basing this thing on hope. And hope is not a sound business strategy. The reason why filmmakers have a hard time raising investment dollars from prospective real investors is for this very reason. You haven't taken the time to do your homework to understand business from a very general paradigm. All you understand right now is the independent film business, and most of your information is coming from other independent filmmakers. I'm thankful that you found this podcast because what I do is I take a very pragmatic approach to independent filmmaking, and I say, okay, this is a business like any other business, so how do we put it in that context? And the reason I do that all the time is because when you're going out and you're talking to investors, they're going to have these tough questions. You can't start talking to them about the wonders of video on demand and, and, and your perspective, you know, the potential for getting special placement on iTunes, right? What is that? That doesn't mean anything to these investors. All they really need to know is what is the product? What target market does it appeal to? How are you going to reach that audience? How much is it going to cost to reach those audience? And are you going to make a profit off of each unit sale in order to make this real business versus hope? Because what you're competing with isn't necessarily with other filmmakers, although I get emails all the time where people want to give – they want me to give, um, give away my, my list of investors, and, and you're crazy. Nobody's – I'm not going to – it took me years to make that list and meet these people. I'm not going to just hand it over. But the one thing I'm going to tell you is when you meet with these investors, your biggest competition isn't other filmmakers. Your biggest competition is other investment vehicles. They have the, the ability to invest in pretty much anything. And each year, they're probably coming up with different decisions on on where they're going to put their money. And one year, it could be films. Maybe they want to explore that a little bit. But most times, they're looking for investments that are giving a really good return. Real estate. Um, In the most basic uh, fundamental vehicles, there's, there's mutual funds. And real estate could give you potentially, you know, 10, 20, 30 times the return on investment. Um... And think about like uh, mutual funds. In a good year, a mutual fund can produce 10 to 12% return on investment. So why would they invest in, in your movie if all you can tell them when they're asking you how much, what your profit margin is per unit, if, if all you can tell them is like, well, I'm not quite sure, but I sure do hope that I get into that big film festival and my movie builds ginormous buzz and we find a distributor and they come out and they have a bidding war and we walk out of there with like a million bucks and, and a three-picture studio deal and I'm going to be the studio darling and everything's going to be awesome and blah, blah. Oh, I can't believe that in this era – 
people are still making that pitch, but unfortunately they are. And you don't have to anymore. You don't have to like have that pitch. That pitch was based on the fact that you, you didn't come up with any sort of um, pre-sales. You didn't have a distributor before you made your movie. So that pitch was based on like just dreamy pitchy stuff that, that happened back in the 1990s. Because if you made a move, you absolutely had to get pers- permission to get, reach the marketplace. And, and self-distribution was a derogatory term reserved for loser filmmakers with bad movies. Okay. I get that. That, that but that's the old paradigm. The new paradigm is you've got an entire marketplace out there. How are you going to reach them? And what is your strategy for reaching them? How much is it going to cost? And, and once that's all said and done, how are you going to get a return on the investment? And so I know, I know I have a tendency to really like, um, talk about this stuff, but I love it, right? Because if you can figure out this awesome stuff, then you have the ability to really put together a sound investment plan and you can sleep a little bit better at night. Does anything on earth guarantee that your movie is going to be successful? No, there are no guarantees. I, I would love to tell you that I have the Holy grail. If I did, you know, well, let me take it another way. Studios, movie studios do tons of marketing. They do tons of audience testing. They try to figure out how to reverse engineer. Like if they put this star in the movie, is it going to make a $10 million versus $20 million and all these kinds of things. So like they've been trying to crack the code since the beginning of the movie industry. And I borrow this quote from uh, William Goldman, but nobody knows nothing. Nobody knows nothing. I can't tell you if your movie is going to be successful, but I can tell you that if you go into your movie project and you have no idea what your hook is, what makes your movie different from other movies out there, if you have no idea who your target audience is, if you have no idea how you're going to reach your target audience, if you have no marketing and and sales strategy that you can control, like getting your movie into one of the popular transactional video on demand marketplaces and then doing X number of dollars in Facebook advertising with a conversion rate of half a percent. Um, that's going to equal X number of dollars in profit. If you can't figure out those numbers, um, then you do not have yet a sound business plan as much as I I'd like to tell you. Otherwise, I know there's many filmmakers out there that are like, Oh, this is great, but it's confusing as heck. I know, I know it's confusing. If it was easy, everybody out there would do it, but not everybody's out there doing it. And the thing is, if you, um, you know, what they say is like knowledge is power, right? But, and you've heard all these cliches and I kind of sound goofy saying them, but if you haven't heard it, knowledge is power. But then other people have gone on to say applied knowledge is power. Listen, if you can figure out simple things like who is your target audience, how many unit sales do you have to um, sell to, to break even and make a profit on top of that, if you can answer those questions, then you're going to be so much better off than the other filmmaker that's just out there saying, I hope my movie gets into the film festivals and gets noticed and builds ginormous buzz and, and garners us a huge distribution deal so that we can live happily ever after. Uh, listen, um, there's those of you that are listening to this and you're, you're more savvy. You're at that place now where you're doing the business plan and you're trying to figure out a marketing sales and distribution strategy. I have put together a guide. You can, you can go check it out at howtosellyourmovie.com. And once again, howtosellyourmovie.com. Um, and I'm happy to talk to you further about this stuff. But listen, if there's one takeaway, hope is not a strategy. Try to figure out exactly what it is you're looking to sell. 
All right, another fantastic podcast from Filmmaking Stuff. Woo! <laughs> I really enjoyed sharing this information. It's my wheelhouse, you know? Um, I just, here's the thing. I don't want you to be another one of these filmmakers. When I'm working in distribution, um, my last role as a manager of acquisitions for a company, I would talk to so many filmmakers that hadn't planned for the eventual release of their movie that it was, like, uh, sickening. They, just, they were just hoping somebody else would come along and pick it up. There's thousands of movies made this year or each year. And uh, you, you got to have more than just a movie. You got to have more than just a, a marketplace. You got to have a strategy. Anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself here. Yeah, thanks so much for listening. Uh, again, if you want more information on some of the stuff, go to howtosellyourmovie.com. And um, you're always welcome to reach out to me with emails. I love your emails. You can contact me, Jason, at filmmakingstuff.com with any questions. Talk to you soon.